Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Ditch Decade Diets Podcast. I am your host, Lorna Perozo, certified food freedom coach and founder of the Ditch Decade Diets Academy. I've spent 10 years in an unhealthy relationship with food, binge eating, over-exercising, and feeling insecure in my body. This podcast is all about helping you get to the root of your food struggles and teaching you how to rewire your brain so you can end binge eating. If you're ready to improve your relationship with food and cultivate more self-love towards yourself and your health, this is the podcast for you. So let's get to it and jump right in. Welcome, everybody. Hello. Welcome, welcome to the Rewire Your Brain Masterclass. Oh my gosh, I am so excited, you guys. I am buzzing with so much excitement. I've been excited all morning. I've been excited all week. This is going to be such an incredible incredible training, you guys, that I have planned for you guys. So I hope you are just as excited as I am. I really want this masterclass and this training to be really interactive. So if you are here watching live, hashtag live down below, let me know who is watching. And if you are catching the replay, just hashtag replay down below. Okay. So we got Morgan on. Hello. We got Savannah. Hello, you guys. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Okay. So inside this training for this masterclass on how to rewire your brain, this is going to be all about how to rewire your brain out of these habitual cycles that feel draining, that feel exhausting. I want to leave you guys with so much hope, hi, Kristen, so much hope, so much excitement for truly what is possible for you in your relationship with food. So get excited. We are live. Yes, I love the hashtags. Amazing. So before we actually dive in, I do want to do a giveaway. Because like I said, we're going to have fun in this masterclass, okay? I want to have lots of fun during this masterclass. So there's going to be a special giveaway. Yay, Michelle says, yay. I know. Who's not excited for a a giveaway, right? So much fun. So there's going to be two ways for you to enter this giveaway. Okay, I'll share what the giveaway is, but there's two ways to enter. The first way is any point that I am talking during this training, even right now, if you take a photo or a boomerang or a video of me and you tag me on my Instagram at Lorna underscore binge eating coach, that will give you a way to enter into the giveaway. Okay. The second way to enter is if you listen to the podcast and you rate and leave a review for the podcast. So many of you guys tell me how much you love my podcast, and it means so much when you guys leave a rating and a review. It just helps spread the message across to so many more people. So I just, in the chat section, I just shared my Instagram and the podcast. So those are the two ways. The first way, take either a photo, a boomerang, a video of me while I'm talking, and tag me on my Instagram at Lorna underscore binge eating coach. And the second way to enter is if you can leave a rating and a review of my podcast, which is the Ditch Decade Diets podcast. If you do both, you're going to be entered to win twice. Okay. If you just want to do one, amazing. If you don't feel called to do this giveaway at all, that's totally okay. But I'm going to choose one person to win $111 credit to use towards any of my programs. So excited. So excited. It can be any, any of my programs, $111 credit. Okay. So I will be choosing the winner tomorrow. I want to give people who are watching the replay an opportunity to join in as well. So have fun, take a video, take a photo, screenshot, tag me on Instagram and leave a rating and review on the podcast and you will be entered. One person will win $111 credit to use towards my programs. Okay. Let's dive into it. Let's dive into it. So the rewire your brain masterclass. 
in order for us to even understand the importance of rewiring your brain, we first need to understand what binge eating is. Because binge eating is actually very different than overeating. It's very different than emotional eating. It's very different from boredom eating and even disordered eating. So disordered eating is when there is, you know, guilt around food. You're seeing food as good versus bad. You're obsessing over calories. You're thinking about food all day long. Maybe you're weighing your food. You're tracking your food. You're measuring your food. There's fear of eating certain foods, scared to eat in front of other people, scared to go out for dinner and eat foods that you normally don't eat. That is disordered eating. Now, binge eating, most people will say binge eating is when I eat a lot. And yes, there is some truth to that. The amount that you consume is related to binge eating. When you consume many calories at once in a short period of time, that is binge eating. But more specifically, binge eating is based off of how you feel while eating. So how you feel while binge eating is very different than how you feel when you're overeating. How you feel when you're binge eating is very different than when you're eating in front of other people. How you feel when you are binge eating is very different than just sitting on the couch and being like, oh, I just had a little bit too much popcorn, right? I didn't really need the popcorn, but I just had it. It's a very different feeling. So the feeling that you get when you're binging, it's like, this surge of energy, this rush of anxiety, this out-of-body experience, eating super fast, no control, feels like a secret agent snacking uncontrollably. There's maybe eating in secret, right? Hiding in your car or eating when everyone goes to bed, when you're home alone. And then there's the guilt and the shame, the judgment, the embarrassment that comes with it. Okay. And if you are relating to this, let me know in the chat. Like I said, I want this to be really interactive. So let me know if you're resonating with this. Now, I remember the very first few times that I would eat so much, like I'd come home from school, I would go straight to my kitchen and I would just literally eat everything that I like saw my eyes on. I was like, I want this. 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 Yes, definitely relate. And at the time I didn't really know that I was binge eating, right? I didn't really know what I was doing. All I knew was the things that I was doing with food were not normal. I knew that I had a very dysfunctional, unhealthy relationship with food. I didn't really know that I was binging because not, not, many, not many people were talking about this. But I'm like, I don't think anyone else does this. Like, I don't see my family do this. I don't see my friends do this. Like, I don't know. I just don't think this is normal. Grade eight, this is when I started removing all foods from my diet after being called fat in grade eight. I was scared to eat anything. I would be so mad at my mom if she cooked with oil or butter. In high school, I would not eat all day. I was terrified to eat in front of other people. All my friends would go in the cafeteria and they'd be talking with everyone. And I literally would either not eat. I'd sit there and just not eat. Or I'd go with a group of friends and we'd like go upstairs in like a corner and we would just eat. I just was so scared to eat in front of other people. And a huge part of that was when you're, when you're binge eating and you're eating super fast, like I did not look pretty when I was binging, right? So a lot of the times when I would eat in front of other people, I'm like, are people going to know that I'm a binge eater? Are they going to look at me and be like, girl, look at that girl. She looks like she's addicted to food. Like I was so scared. I was so scared. Then college and university, I did some bodybuilding competitions. I was tracking macros, so rigid with my food. I would do a cheat meal every single week, which is essentially just a planned binge. How many of you guys used to do cheat meals? I used to do cheat meals and I'm like, I did so good all week. And then I would have a cheat meal, which is essentially just a planned binge and I would eat so much. And at the time I was in college and university and I'd be in my dorm room and I'd be eating in secret. And I'm like locking the door. I'm like, I hope my roommates don't come in. I hope they don't knock on the door. I hope that they just don't hear me. They don't see me. Like, I'm just going to do this in secret. I'm going to be in my little dorm room. Like nobody's going to find out. I like blacked out. I can't even remember like what I ate. I just knew that at the end of it, I felt like I woke up from like a nightmare. You know, when you wake up from a nightmare and you're like shaking, 
and you're like, you can't really remember the nightmare. Like you're trying to explain the nightmare to somebody and you're like, I can't remember it, but you just know it was like this weird, weird experience. Well, that's what I was feeling. And I thought to myself, I don't know, like maybe I need more motivation. I need to be more disciplined and just stick to it as if it was that easy. Like, come on, Lorna, just stick to it, you know? And I would see people on social media. I, I used to follow a bunch of, you know, fitness people and they post these progress photos and say how, how good they were with their macros. And I'm over here like I cannot even stick to my macros for one day. And I just thought, okay, if I, maybe I need to just find the perfect diet. How many of you guys believe this? Like, if I just find the perfect diet, the diet for me, then I'm going to have more control with food. Has anybody said that? Or is that just me? I'm like, okay, well, maybe that diet didn't work for me, but this diet, ooh, like that diet's going to work. This one, this one's going to be it. So I went from meal plans, very rigid. And I'm like, of course, nobody's going to stick to a meal plan. Like that's way too rigid. I'm like, then I learned about macros. I'm like, Ooh, like there's, there's flexibility here. I can literally eat whatever I want. As long as it fits my macros, you know, it's going to be amazing. Well, when I was tracking my macros, I thought about food so much more. I would be so anxious going out for dinner and having people over and trying to calculate the macros in a crock pot recipe had me leave. Like I was like passed out on the floor. I was so stressed out. And I'm like, here, I'm trying to do math, trying to calculate all these grams and carbs and protein and fat in this recipe. I'm like, I am literally spending hours in my kitchen, hours in my fitness pal. I would spend hours meal prepping on Sunday and I would prep my meals into containers. And I would literally put, okay, Tuesday lunch. Okay. Wednesday lunch, Thursday dinner. And I would plan the entire week in advance. I was like, so OC, like I was, I was crazy. And then I would get to that day. And sometimes I wouldn't want to eat the food. And then I would feel so bad because I'm like, oh my gosh, I literally spent all day Sunday. I canceled friend. I canceled plans with my friend so that I can be motivated and eat clean for the week. And here I am Tuesday and I'm like, I'm already sick of the food that I have, but now I'm going to feel so bad if I have to throw the food out. I'm like, and then I already weighed out all my macros. I know everything. So if I, if I have something that I didn't really plan, it's going to mess up my whole week. My mom would make me like, my mom would make, when I used to live with my parents, she would make, you know, chalk chip banana bread and I would freak out. I would get so mad. Like, why did you have to make this? And she's like, you don't have to eat it. But I'm like, but if it's there, I'm going to eat it. If it's there, I want it. So then what ended up happening is like, I really want the banana bread. Okay, but you have to stick to your macros. Okay, you know what? I'm just going to have one small piece of chocolate chip banana bread. And then as soon as I had a small piece in my mind, you messed up. Did you really need that banana bread? You didn't need it. Why did you do it? Why did you do that? Now you messed up. You should feel really bad. You should be really, you should feel really guilty because you didn't really need that. And look how much time you spent trying to be perfect with your diet. And you did so good Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday. So why did you have to ruin it? Yeah, messed up and then eat everything, right? So then in my mind, I'm like, okay, well, uh, I already messed up. So uh, what else can I eat? Okay, go grab the processed crackers. Gonna go grab the other rest of the chocolate. Oh, I'm gonna have another slice of chocolate chip banana bread because I already messed up. Um, what else can I have? Okay, well, I normally don't allow myself to have cereal and bagels. So that I'm just gonna have that right now. I'm totally not even hungry, but you know, I don't allow myself to eat this. You know, I'm not gonna be able to eat this tomorrow. So might as well just, you know, eat it all, get it all in today because I already feel bloated, I already feel disgusting. So tomorrow is going to be a brand new day. So today just give me a write off. It's okay. How many of you guys can relate to this, right? 
Once I mess up, I eat very unhealthy and binge for the rest of the day. Yeah. Right. It's just like, I already messed up. What's the point? What's the point of continuing to eat healthy? I'm already off track, off track. I already ate unhealthy. I already messed up my macro. So there's literally no point. So when macros did not work for me, I'm like, ooh, intuitive eating can actually listen to your body. This sounds interesting. But there was so much fear. I did not know how to eat. I was so out of tune with my hunger and fullness cues. I had no idea when I was hungry. I had no idea when I was full. Did not trust myself. I felt like a lost puppy. I'm like, I don't even know how to eat. So then came intermittent fasting. Any of you guys tried intermittent fasting? And I'm like, ooh, I can eat whatever I want as long as it's in this window. There's flexibility. I like this. Maybe this is going to stop my binging because I struggled with night, nighttime binges were really bad for me. I would struggle in the evening. I would do well all day. So easy, so easy to eat healthy. I was so good. And then I came home and it was like a binge fest. No matter what. It was like, I just have to binge. So realize that that did not work either. So after trying these different things, I've, I've done keto, I've tried a bunch of different things and I'm sure you have as well too. And if you wanna share what things you've tried, you can let me know in the chat box. But I quickly realized that I didn't lack motivation because I was very motivated. Heck, I tried all these different things. If you're not, mo if you were to tell me that I wasn't motivated, I was like the most motivated human being. I was trying this and then I was trying this and then I was trying this and I was trying all these different diets. I wanted to change. I wanted to become better. I wanted to be healthier. I wanted to have more control. And the problem was not that I did not have motivation. The problem was that I was trying to rely on motivation to not binge. And the amount of times you guys, I would tell myself today, you're going to do get, you're going to do good. It's a fresh start. I'd start off my day with like lemon water. I'd start so good with the, with the exercise. Like you're going to do well today. You're going to stay on track today. I'd make these promises to myself. Like I wasn't going to binge. <laughs> and if there's anything that makes you feel like crap and makes you feel like a failure is promising yourself to not binge and then binging because I binged every single time, regardless regardless of if I promised myself that I was going to do good, regardless if I was literally on the, the toilet holding my stomach because I was so full from yesterday's binge, regardless of how I knew that I was going to regret it, regardless of how I knew how much that food hurts my stomach and how bloated and how disgusting I feel, regardless of that, I would still binge. I would still binge. And of course I felt like a failure. Like what's wrong with me? I must be broken. I don't know. Like I feel crazy around food. Nobody else does this in my mind. I said, nobody else thinks about food as much as me. No one eats in secret when they're home alone. Um, nobody eats so much until their stomach hurts, but I do. Right. And I had Carolina, hello. And I had no idea why I binged. Like I said, I was like, I, I thought I was motivated, right? I thought I, like, I was like really strong-willed. But because that damn urge is literally so, so, so strong, I felt powerless. I felt powerless. I felt like the urge had so much power over me. I could say that I don't want to binge. I can promise to my, promise myself so many times, don't do it. Don't do it. It felt like I didn't have a choice. I binged because I felt like I had to give in. Can you relate? It's like, even if you don't want to, to give in, even at the beginning, it's like, the start of the day, it's like you have these great intentions. And at the end of the day, you're like, wait, wait, where did the motivation go? I, I thought I had it. Like, who took it away from me? What happened? Right? 
Let's just see the comments here. Um, I eat a very healthy breakfast and lunch. And then around dinner, I just stop and start binging everything. Yep. I binge at night. I eat healthy all day or I don't eat at all. So common. I have such an unhealthy relationship with food. I will either binge eat and not be able to stop or end up starving myself. Yes. It's like the pendulum swing of like restricting yourself and then that backfires. And then it's just, I can't stop eating. And then when you can't stop eating, there's so much guilt and shame. It's like, I got to make up for this. We think this in our head, go back to restricting. And then it's like the cycle repeats itself. I resonate with everything that you say. You're so amazing, Carolina. So let's talk about why you binge. Because now we know that you, you don't binge because you don't have enough motivation. Because I know you guys are some of the most incredible human beings that I know. You guys are some of the most motivated, dedicated people that I know. And you might not think that because you're like, Lauren, you're saying that I'm motivated, but I can't stick to my diet. Nobody can stick to a freaking diet. Okay. Nobody can. Not even the most motivated people because it's not about motivation at all. So why do we binge then? Why do you guys binge? Late night boredom and couldn't stop binging out of control and not hungry already full and just couldn't stop. Yes. So common. So why do you feel out of control with food? Why do some people eat until they're physically sick? Why can some people stop after eating one or two cookies and some people can't? Why can some people have a bite of something sweet and then that sends them into a spiral? Why do some people still binge even though they know that they're going to regret it? They know it's not good for their health. It's not good for their mental health their physical health. They feel bloated. They don't feel good all week. Why does this still happen? I'm interested to see why do you think you binge? Comment down below. Why do you think you binge? Why do you think you binge? Now, most people, most people think I binge because I'm stressed or I'm bored or it's late at night and I'm home alone. Most people believe I binge because I just keep trigger foods in the house and whatever trigger foods in the house, then I always binge on it. Like if chocolate's in the house, I always binge. Some people believe that they binge because they don't have enough motivation or they don't have enough willpower, right? Boredom, high stress, body image comments. I eat when I have a lot of things to do, but instead of doing them, I procrastinate. Mm -hmm. Avoiding feelings. Yeah. Lack of self-love. So all of these things I think I binge because I'm scared to eat in front of others. So I don't eat at work or anything. I get home and binge. That was my life. I was so, like I said, I was so scared to eat in front of other people that I didn't eat all day. So when I came home, I was like, oh my gosh, give me all the food. Like I was so deprived all day. Now, what I will say is this, what you guys mentioned, avoiding feelings, lack of self-love, you know, procrastination, body image issues, all of those things can lead to a binge. It can, right? If you're super stressed, the likelihood of you going for an apple, mm, not very high, right? It's like, I want something sugary. I want to, I want those feel good endorphins, right? When there's a, a body image comment or something like that, it's, it's easy to, to turn to food. Cause it's like, you know, this person just called me a bad name or whether it's like, Ooh, you look like you lost weight or On the other side, it's like, did you gain weight? Both comments can lead to a binge because it's like, oh my gosh, they're noticing my body, right? However, that is not the main reason why you binge. It is not the main reason why you binge. I was very anxious growing up. Hey, the perfectionist mindset, any perfectionists in here, let me know, me in the comments. 
everything needed to be perfect. I got stressed over the littlest things, like everything needed to be perfect. My food needed to be perfect. My workout schedule needed to be perfect. I needed to get perfect grades. I needed everything to be perfect. And I used to blame my binges on a stressful day because I'm like, I'm so stressed. Like, that's why I binge. Or I had tasks to do. And when I didn't want to do the tasks, I'm like, well, don't feel like doing that now. So I'm just going to go. I'm going to binge. And then maybe I'll maybe I'll do the task after. It's like procrastinating. But the thing is, when you when you when you blame your binges on stress or procrastination or all of these things, you justify why you're binging. So it's like you binge and you have something you know, you, you ate something, you're like, oh, why did I need that muffin? And you're like, well, it's okay, because I had a stressful day at work. You justify. And then when you had a really stressful day at work, sometimes you might come home and you don't feel like binging. But in the back of your mind, you tell yourself that this is what you do. You binge when you're stressed. So all of a sudden you have a stressful day. You might not feel like binging, but it's like you just go in the cupboard because you link the two together. So I know people that are stressed and they don't binge. I still get stressed. I'm two and a half years binge free and I don't binge. I binge before and I was stressed. I'm still stressed and I don't binge. And I know people who keep trigger foods in the house and they don't binge. And I also know people who, when they're home alone, they don't binge. They clean their house. They're like, I'm going to do laundry. I'm going to like finish up this task. I'm going to do the dishes. I'm going to do the laundry. They don't binge. I know people who are super motivated and disciplined with health and fitness and their personal trainers and their coaches. I used to be a personal trainer and a health coach when I struggled with binge eating. But other people who were personal trainers and coaches, they didn't binge. But I did. So I'm like, what's wrong with me? Have you ever said that to yourself? Like, what's wrong with me? I used to say that all the time. I'm like, what's wrong with me? This person's stressed and they don't binge. In fact, they don't eat. I'm like, what? This person's home alone and they're telling me that they're going to go clean their house. And I'm like, every time that I was home alone, that would be the time that I binge. But I I realized this, there's nothing, there was nothing wrong with me. I was not broken. I wasn't weak-willed. I didn't lack motivation. And for anyone listening right now who's struggling with binge eating, please know that you are not broken. You're not weak-willed and you don't lack motivation. When I started to understand more about the brain and binge eating, I understood that every single time through repeated action of me giving into that urge, I have wired this habit into my brain. And when I first heard about this, I'm like, oh my gosh, that makes so much freaking sense. And here I was trying to control my food. I was trying to think my way out of a binge. I was beating myself up every single time that I binge. And then I understood why it felt impossible for me to not give in. I formed a habit into my brain. And most habits are really good, right? You do a habit and you want to get better at it. So you keep doing it. And the more times that you do a habit, the easier it is for you to do that habit, right? You get up early, you do your workouts, you go for a walk, whatever the habit is. You do it more often and it becomes so much easier. It's like effortless. But with binge eating, what happens is when you keep engaging in this habit, you feel that urge to binge and you give in. It also becomes so much easier for you to give in, right? 
Every single time that you feel that urge to binge and you give in, you are further ingraining this habit into your brain. You are strengthening these neural pathways in your brain that fire these urges. You guys know those uncomfortable urges. And it's really easy to give in the more times that you've given in, just like with any habit. It just becomes easier. It becomes effortless. It's like, you don't have to think about it. It's just like, I feel the urge given. I feel the urge given. The urge is what gives your body this, this shock, this anxiety, the rush of anxiety flowing through your body that your heart rate increases. The urge has to happen before you binge. You don't just binge. You feel that urge to binge. And then you binge. And every time that you do this, you feel that urge and you give in. It sends a signal to the brain. It's like, hey, brain, this is what I have to do to feel relief. This is what is going to bring me comfort when the urge hits. So you start to believe if I want relief, I must give in. And of course you want relief. Of course you want, you know, you want the comfort. It feels so good for a short period of time. And you know how uncomfortable that urge feels. So you're like, I'm going to do anything to get out of the, out of this discomfort. Even when a part of you knows you're going to regret it, you're going to be bloated. You're going to feel so full. Like you're, you're, you're not going to be proud of yourself for giving in. You still give in because it feels like you have to give in. And on the flip side, the more times that you feel that urge to binge and you give in, the stronger the urge becomes. It actually intensifies. Can you guys, can you guys relate to that? I think back, I want you guys to even think back to maybe like the very first time that you binge the very first time that you binged compared to now. When I think back to the first time that I binged, it it wasn't like super intense. I just I felt like I just kind of landed in my kitchen and I started eating. But as the years went on, I noticed that urge. Like I just say this a lot. I'm going to say it again. It's like that itchy mosquito bite that needs to be scratched, and you're like, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. And it just intensifies and it gets so much stronger. So if you've noticed from the first time that you binge to now, it feels like maybe before I was able to, you know, not give in sometimes, but now it's like, I, it's so strong. It's so powerful over me. Right. Can you guys let me know? Can you relate to this? Sometimes I don't know how to tell if I'm hungry or just bored. Sometimes I'm not hungry, but once I eat, that's when I start to binge. Yep. I never know if I should give in or restrict. So I'm actually going to be talking about this in my, I'm going to be talking about this in my upcoming program, Stop Stop the Urge, the difference between cravings and binge urges. Because the thing is, you want to give in to your cravings, because if you don't give in to your cravings, they're going to turn into binge urges. But you don't want to give into your binge urges because that further ingrains the habit into the brain, right? So if you've noticed that it became so much harder for you to not give into your binge urges, this is a sign that there needs to be rewiring of the brain. And if you even just think about the cycle of binge eating in and of itself, what ends up happening, you binge. You start to feel guilty. You start beating yourself up. There's the fear of weight gain. And you're like, oh my gosh, I'm spiraling out of control. I need to get back on track. So then you start restricting your food. And you start to feel deprived. And you're like, I can't handle this anymore. Oh my God, I just, just, I'm like dreaming. I'm like salivating over chocolate. I just need it. This habitual cycle is also being ingrained into your brain. That's the binge eating cycle. So this is how it goes. 
okay, it's Monday. I'm going to start fresh, no sugar, no chocolate. I'm going to eat super clean, whatever your food rules are so that you can stick to the plan, right? It's like, I got to do good. And maybe like a lot of you guys were saying, you could stick to the plan all day or all week, but eventually you feel that urge to binge. And it's so strong. You give in and you binge. And then you feel the guilt, the shame, the judgment, and the anxiety. You start to fear weight gain. You're like, if I keep binging like this, I'm going to keep gaining weight. You feel even more out of control with food so that you think the solution is I need to just have more control. I need to create a new set of rules for myself. I need to be more disciplined. I need to be more motivated. Again, going back to the whole motivated thing. Maybe if I just try harder, maybe if I just create a new set of rules for myself, maybe this will work. But that cycle just repeats itself. When you create a set of rules for yourself and you can't stick to it because it's not that it's your fault. It's just nobody can stick to these crazy rules and restrictions that we set for ourselves and you feel so deprived. The urge is so strong. You have to give in. You feel you, you, you fear the weight gain and the cycle repeats itself. When you feel out of control with food, the very last thing that you need is to have more control. You don't need more rules. You don't need to be harder on yourself. You actually need to ease off the tight grip of control that you are setting for yourself. Because trying to control everything that you eat is literally the thing that's causing you to feel out of control in the first place. It's part of the binge eating cycle, the restriction, the rules. I gotta, I gotta weigh everything. I gotta be so perfect, right? Now, there's so much that goes into it. Of course, the mindset piece is huge. Diet culture has been so deeply ingrained into your brain. The rules of what you can eat, the rules of what you should be eating, the, the rules of this food is good and this food is bad, how much you should be eating, right? Like these portion sizes of what you should be eating. The thoughts that you think have been ingrained into your brain. All of this diet culture thing has been ingrained into your brain. And most people will just ask, but Lorna, how do I stop my binge eating without changing these thoughts, these habit loops in your brain? Your thoughts are the things that drive your behaviors with food. So if you just try to stop your binging without changing the thoughts that are so ingrained into your brain, the binges are still going to happen. How many of you guys think to yourself, I'm addicted to sweets. The urge has so much power over me. I'm never going to stop my binge eating. What are, what are the, some of the thoughts that you think in your mind? Let me know in the, in the comments. What are some of the thoughts that you think? There's so many thoughts that are ingrained into your brain. And you have to rewire these thought patterns so that you can think differently. When you think differently and you change your thoughts, your behaviors naturally take care of themselves. Thinking that you messed up after eating some chocolate when you've eaten healthy all day, that's going to lead to a binge. The thought of I messed up is going to lead to a binge until you change the thought the binge is still going to occur. I did a TikTok video and it literally blew up and, and went viral. And I, I did a video of me weighing everything, right? It was like weighing everything and, and, you know, being so meticulous. And then as soon as like you, I had like a piece of chocolate in the video, right? It's like, oh my gosh, I messed up. Like I was talking about before, there's no point of continuing to do well. So I already messed up. That's the thought. I already messed up the all or nothing mentality. And then that leads to the behavior of binge eating. The thoughts that you think in your brain, in your mind, creates the behavior. I already messed up. I already screwed up. Might as well just binge. 
you also have to rewire these thought patterns. And this is what I get to work with, with my clients individually, because these habits, these, these, these thought patterns have been so ingrained into your brain for so many years. Diet culture has brainwashed so many people to believe certain things. The way that you view yourself, the way that you even view the impulse and the urge, right? The thoughts that you think matter because your thoughts directly impact your behaviors with food, okay? So how are we feeling? I stopped binging for several months and now I'm spiraling. So I'm gonna talk about this. If you have ever stopped binging for a few months and then it came back, what that says to me, because this, this has happened to me before too, is you have not get, gotten rid of that urge to binge. The urge is still there. So there might be some managing your binge urges, but not actually getting rid of it. And there's a big difference. And I'm going to talk about this in a moment, but I just want to take a second here because I think this is really important to talk about. When you're managing your binge urges and you're trying to think your way out, trying to willpower your way out, trying to just distract yourself, yeah, you might be able to get lucky and not binge. But it doesn't get rid of that urge to binge. The urge still pops up maybe after three months, maybe after a week, maybe after six months, the urge is still there. And this is why rewiring your brain so that you don't feel that urge to binge anymore is so powerful. Let's actually talk about that. What, let me know in the chat box, write this down. What do you normally do when you feel the urge to binge? Let me know. What, what do you typically do? So you feel that urge, you feel that rush of anxiety, the surge of energy. Maybe your heart rate is starting to increase. You're getting this, you know, intense urge where you're like, I need to eat right now. What do you typically do? Let me know in the chat. What do you typically do? Most people, most people will distract themselves. Like I said, stay busy go for a walk, chew gum, brush their teeth, go to bed early. Have you tried any of these things? So common. So, so, so common, right? Now, the thing is, there is a love-hate relationship with binge eating. You hate it, but it also gives you comfort. And it also gives you pleasure and it gives you relief. Even if it's for a short period of time, you remember that feeling. I try to keep busy. Yeah. You remember that feeling like it's addicting. And you have these feel-good hormones flowing through your body when you finally gave in and you're just like, oh, finally that urge, that itchy mosquito bite feeling, the uncomfortable sensations are gone. Like finally, I feel like my body hit the jackpot. It feels so good. You're on a high. And it's like, for me, I entered a different world. I didn't even know what I was doing. I was just like numbing out. I could not stop. And even when you intellectually in your mind know I'm full, your body is like, keep going. Can't stop. So it feels good for a short period of time until you regret it. And then the shame kicks in and the frustration kicks in that you binged yet again after promising yourself, even after distracting yourself, even after trying to stay busy, even, you know, replacing what you really want to eat with something low calorie. It's like you still binge, you go for the walk, you try to distract yourself and you come home and you still binge, or maybe it wasn't that evening, but tomorrow the binge happens or next week. <clears throat> I've tried all these things, tried chewing gum, staying busy, I would actually plan yoga sessions at night because I would, all the times I would binge at night, I'd plan yoga classes at like 9.30. I would get home and be like 11 o'clock and I would still binge. I would tell myself, okay, after dinner, you're going to brush your teeth right away because if you brush your teeth, you're magically not going to want to eat anything. I thought about food so much more. I would try to go to bed really early and then I'd just be tossing and turning and dreaming of <laughs> the foods that I wanted. So I want to share why none of these tactics work, okay? 
like I said, none of these things, none of these things, distraction, staying busy, drinking water, going to bed early, brushing your teeth, none of those things get rid of the urge to binge. Yes, it might temporarily keep yourself busy because, you know, you have so many things to do. You don't have time to binge, but the urge is still there. Remember, through repeated action of giving into that binge urge, you've wired this habit into your brain. It does not go away by just doing something else. The habit is still there. If you're so busy with, you know, back-to-back meetings or whatnot, you you might not think about food for a second, but then you're, you know, you're done meetings for the day or you come back from the walk and the urge is still ingrained into your brain. And you might say, but Lorna, I do go, sometimes I will go for a walk and I'll distract myself and I will stay busy and I don't binge. But again, the urge will still pop up next week, tomorrow, next month. There is nothing that you did to rewire your brain out of these habitual cycles. There's nothing that these tools, these distraction and, you know, drinking water and tea, it does not get rid of that urge. And if you're anything like me, you don't want a temporary fix because you've probably tried so many different diets and saw firsthand that quick fixes don't work, right? You went on a diet. You did well for a short period of time. You lost the weight. And then as soon as the diet's done, it's like the weight comes back on. Or it's like you didn't buy chocolate last week and you didn't have a single bite and you did so good. And then this week you're like binging on the whole bar and it's like, what the heck? So like I said, that is the difference between managing your binge urges and actually getting rid of it. A habit is hard to break. Absolutely. But the reality is, is when you, when you have the proper tools that will help to actually get rid of that urge to binge, you don't have to try to not give in. You stop feeling that urge to binge. You don't have to try to just go to bed early and drink some water and drink some tea and stay busy. You don't feel that urge to binge anymore. That is true freedom. That is true freedom. Another thing with those different tactics is you're trying to replace binge eating. The thing that actually gives you joy and comfort, although temporary, it gives you joy and comfort. You're trying to replace it with something that does not give you the same level of comfort. Binge eating feels comforting brings you joy, helps you relax. It's like maybe your best friend, it's your security blanket. It's always been there for you, right? And trying to replace that with something that doesn't give you nearly the same level of joy or comfort, it's not gonna work. Imagine saying, okay, instead of binging tonight, the thing that gives you so much joy, you're gonna go read a book. Instead of binging tonight, the thing that gives you so much joy, you're going to go for a walk. Instead of binging tonight, the thing that's going to give you so much joy, just go to bed early. You're going to be okay. And your mind's like, no, it's not the same thing. I want to binge. I don't want to, but I do. Even if you enjoy reading, maybe you love reading and you like taking baths and you enjoy tea, but it doesn't work because it's not the same level of joy that binge eating gives you. It's not the same level of high. And the thing is, we don't like being told what to do. How many of you guys don't like being told what to do? I don't like to being, being told what to do. It's like, don't binge. And all I wanted to do was binge. Don't have the chocolate. All I wanted was the chocolate, right? And again, drinking a tea, reading a book, Taking a bath does not rewire your brain. So do you see how this does nothing for the brain except it just has you thinking about food so much more? I want you to stop blaming yourself. I want you to stop blaming yourself. Like, why Like why do I keep giving in? I use this example of yoga. 
I go to, does anyone else do yoga in here? Let me know. So I go to a yoga studio and Andrew, my husband, he laughs because he's like, Lorna goes to sleepy yoga. Cause I always like to go to the classes where you just like lie down. Those are like the best classes and you just stretch. So imagine if I was like so excited to go to yoga class, I'm like, cannot wait to relax. It's going to be so amazing. I'm going to stretch nice, slow movements. And then the instructor comes and she's like, Hey guys. Okay. I'm so excited. I have so much energy today. Today is going to be a flow class. So get ready. I have so much energy. I hope you guys are so excited. We're going to move. It's going to be a power class. We're going to be doing so many vinyasas and so many chaturangas. <laughs> I would lose it. I didn't go to yoga for a workout. I went to yoga to relax. So it's the same thing. If you're planning to come home and relax and just kind of numb out and binge, and then you're like, well, you're just going to go for a walk. Just go for a walk instead. It's like, you don't want to do that. Your brain is like, I want to binge. I already decided. And for me, it's like, I already knew in my mind, I'd be at work. I would be checking the clock and I'm like, okay, I have like an hour left. Okay. Got 45 minutes left. Okay. 30 minutes left. I already knew that I was going to binge the moment the urge hit because it felt so strong. Right. Sometimes you can willpower your way out. Sometimes you can distract yourself so much so that you're just so busy and you don't give in. But I know that you don't want to be doing that for the rest of your life. I know that you don't want to have to be on high alert all the time. Like, am I going to feel the urge today? Am I going to have to go brush my teeth? Am I going to have to go do these things? I know you want to get rid of that urge. Distraction and any of these tactics are just like band-aids. It doesn't get actually, it doesn't get to the root. And if you try to just distract yourself when you feel that urge to binge and not actually get rid of it, which is the number one thing that's actually driving you to binge, the, the binge urge is still going to be there, aka the binges are still going to happen. And this can explain why you can have really good weeks. You feel in control. You're sticking to the plan. And the next week, it's like, what happened? This happened to me where I was like, oh, I think I'm, I think I'm finally okay. I was eating intuitively at the time. And I'm like, I haven't, I haven't been doing that bad. Like I kind of feel in control. This kind of feels really weird. I'm not really used to this. And then it's like, yeah, it didn't really have any binge urges. And then it's like the next few weeks, it was like, out of control. Like it was crazy the amount of binging that I did. So this explains the difference between just managing it and, and getting rid of that urge. So how are we feeling, by the way? Let's take a, let's take a little break. Any breakthroughs so far? Let me know in the chat. Any breakthroughs? What's coming to mind, whether you're watching this live or you're watching the replay? What are some breakthroughs? What are you learning so far? Drop it in the chat. Any, you know, breakthroughs that you're having, any realizations that you're having, let me know in the chat box. Okay. Let me know how we are feeling. We still got, we still got more to do. We still got more to go. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm, I'm giving you guys all the goods today. So no amount of restriction is going to rewire your brain. No amount of distraction is going to rewire your brain. No amount of motivation or willpower or discipline is going to rewire your brain. And people ask me all the time, like somebody asked me the other day and they're like, Lorna, are you ever worried that you're going to binge again? The honest answer is no. It's not because I'm stronger now. And it's not because I have more tools now, although you definitely do need specific tools in the moment where you feel an urge to binge that will help you to not give in. I don't worry if I'm going to binge again or not. I, I gotten rid of the urge. I don't feel it anymore. Definitely relate. You totally make sense. Amazing. So glad. So 
Now that you have a better understanding of why trying to think your way out of a binge doesn't work, let's talk about what actually works, okay? So now, like I said, you've learned so far that the urge to binge is what actually is driving you to binge, okay? So we know, hands down, we have to learn to get rid of that urge to binge. You've also learned that the more times that you feel that urge and you give in, the stronger the urge becomes, therefore making it harder to give in. And then on the flip side, the more times that you feel that urge and you don't give in, the weaker the urge becomes, therefore making it easier to not give in, right? It's so much easier to not do something when you don't have an urge to do it, right? For the first time since experiencing this problem, I feel that someone understands me. Even the psychologist told me, just distract yourself. I know, I know. And I am so glad that you feel understood. I, for the longest time, did not feel understood as well. When I saw my doctor, he basically laughed at me and told me that I was just stressed and everybody, everybody stress eats. When I went to a therapist, they told like, I, like she looked at me like she had no idea what I was talking about when I said that I was going through an out of body experience. I was like embarrassed to tell this professional the things that I were doing. I'm like, I, you know, I'm so embarrassed. Like, I don't feel like anyone gets me, but there are people that have gone through this, that have conquered this, that know exactly what it's like. So you're just not alone. Okay. So you're going to get to a point where you don't have to try to not give in. You don't feel that urge. This happened to me and this happened obviously to my clients. And I want you to imagine a room and you're trying to concentrate on work. Okay. You're, you're, you're working and you're trying to concentrate. And then you hear a fly in the room and it's like, you know, that like annoying buzzing feeling. It's so annoying. And you're like, okay, just concentrate. Try not to pay attention to the fly in the room. And you're like, try not to pay attention. You're like trying to stay busy at work. And you're like, just concentrate, just concentrate. Don't think about it. Don't think about it. Don't think about it. And all you can think about is the little fly in the room. It's the same thing with the urge. Think of the urge like a fly in the room. You might be able to be like, okay, don't pay attention to it. Focus on work. You might be able to do that. But eventually, when all you hear is zzz, and you like feel like it's going in your ear, and you're like, okay, where's the damn fly swatter? I need to get rid of this so that I don't have to be annoyed anymore. Where's the fly swatter? I'm just going to slap it. I'm going to kill it. it. needs to be gone. The same with the binge urges. You might, you might be okay with feeling that urge and then just trying to not pay attention to it. But you're going to get to a point eventually where you're like, okay, how do I freaking get rid of this thing? Because I don't want to have to think about it anymore, right? One of my my clients, I've been working with her for quite some time. And she said to me, these are like literally her exact words. She said, I haven't had a single binge in like forever. And she was the type of person that thought like, there's no way. There's no way. Because she felt the binge urge like every single day. It's possible. It's completely, completely normal. When you feel that urge, you'd be like, I need to pay attention to it. Just like the fly, I need to pay attention to it. But instead of thinking your way out of a binge, I'm going to give you some, some tools here. Instead of thinking, don't pay attention to it, don't do it. There's also certain things that you can do in the moment that will change how you're feeling. So I teach my clients these body-based techniques. There are certain body-based techniques that change your, your, your body's physical state and how you're feeling in order to shift out of that uncomfortable sensation. Because we know the urge is uncomfortable. We, we get that right? It's like your muscles tighten. It's a stress response. Your nervous system is jacked up. You're in this fight or flight mode, right? Your body feels like I need to get relief. So you need to down regulate your nervous system. You got to calm the body down and you got to find safety. 
So there's a few things that I talk about a lot. Movement, breath work, and a cold shower. These are all things, there's, these are three, there's, there's a lot more, but these are three that are pretty simple. Hi, Liz, so good to see you. You're so amazing. I'm so glad that you're here. So movement, cold shower, breath work. Movement, like literally like shaking your body, moving your body, shaking your body, like jumping up and down. Um, breath work, using breath work. I do this every single month with my clients inside of the Ditch Decade Diets Academy to regulate their nervous system, become less impulsive with food. You can do this the moment that a binge urge hits to help you to change how your body's physically feeling. It's way more effective than trying to think your way out, right? Hopping in a cold shower, you feel that cold. It's like, if you've ever done that, it's like your body, you just feel differently, right? Movement, shaking it out, jumping up and down, breathing exercises, deep breaths, forceful breaths, like different breathing techniques. You feel different. If you just say, don't pay attention to the fly, don't pay attention, don't do it, don't pay attention. It's so hard. Don't give in to the urge to binge. Don't give in to the urge to binge. It's hard. You cannot think your way out. So doing like these different body-based techniques is going to help you. Now, you're not going to want to do them. Just going to say that straight up. You're not going to want to use them because you want to binge. So this is where the mindset piece comes in, where we have to build mental resilience. We have to change our thoughts. Like we talked about the thoughts that you think directly impacts your behaviors with food. So we got to change our thoughts. We got to change our relationship with the urge. We got to build mental resilience so that you don't further ingrain this habit into your brain. And I want to say this. It does not matter how long you've struggled with binge eating for. You can rewire your brain and stop feeling that urge. It doesn't matter if you've tried all the diets and you couldn't stick to it. You can rewire your brain and stop feeling that urge because going on a diet is not the same as recovering from binge eating. So just because you couldn't stick to the diet doesn't mean that you can't stop your binge eating. They're two completely different things. Going on a diet does not rewire your brain. Telling yourself you can only have one piece of chocolate doesn't rewire your brain. Keeping trigger foods out of the house doesn't rewire your brain. It doesn't matter how intense that urge feels. You can rewire your brain. And the easiest way to stop giving in to your binge urges is to get rid of it, like I said, right? So the the tools that I shared today can absolutely work. It's going to be really effective. But the whole goal is to get rid of that urge, right? Like I said, if if the urge to binge is the very thing that's causing you to binge, we want to get rid of that urge so that you don't even feel it. (sighs) Okay. How are we feeling? Hi, Jennifer. How are you guys doing? Let me know in the chat box how we feeling. I hope you guys are like so excited and have so much hope that you can absolutely stop your binge eating. Absolutely stop your binge eating. (sighs) Any, Any comments? Let me know how you guys are feeling, whether you're watching live or catching this on the replay. Let me know how you guys are doing. I hope you guys enjoyed this. I hope you've learned some incredible things. I hope that your mind was like open to a new approach that maybe the reason why the things that you've tried isn't, is nothing to do with you not being motivated enough or disciplined enough. Maybe you just need a new approach and I want you to get excited. I want you to get excited. Hopeful. Thanks a lot. Yay. You're so welcome. Okay. Now, before you guys pop off, I want to say this. If this 
masterclass was everything that you needed. And you're like, this was amazing. Thank you so much. I'm like, this was incredible. Amazing. If you want to dive deeper with me and you really enjoyed this masterclass and you're like, I want to learn more. Like this makes sense. The whole rewiring of your brain. Like I've never really heard it like be said this way. And it just makes so much sense. I want to get rid of that urge to binge. I want to get support and I want to be able to get rid of the urge to binge. I do have a program coming up. It is called stop the urge. And this is where we dive so much deeper into all of this. I am going to teach you the difference between cravings and binge urges so that you know when you should give in and when you should not give in to so that you don't further ingrain this habit into your brain. I'm going to teach you how to actually prevent these urges from arising in the first place, how to actually implement gentle nutrition so you can enjoy all of your favorite foods and still feel your best. And I'm going to teach you actually how to work in sync with your mind so that you can become more powerful over your binge urges. And of course, more tangible tools for when you feel that urge to binge that will really help you to not give in. So if you found this helpful and you want to get rid of that urge, you're like, my life would be so much better if I can just I would be able to focus on work. I'd be able to be present with my family if I just didn't feel that urge to binge and you want to dive deeper with me, then you can message me the word stop the urge and I will share all the details of my upcoming program. We are starting soon. So if you are interested, message me stop the urge and it would be such an honor to support you. There's live trainings, there's Q&A opportunities. Um, So it's just going to be so incredible. Now, the other thing that I will say is I always like telling also about my signature four-month group coaching program. It's called the Ditch Decade Diets Academy. This is really for you if you want to go all in. You want personalized coaching and you want to be able to, this was so good, you're so welcome. If you are wanting personalized coaching, my four-month academy program would be the best fit for you. We hop on Zoom, we do coaching calls, you get individualized, customized support from myself. You're part of an incredible community that actually will help you to feel less alone. It's so incredible. So if you felt seen and understood just by me, it's so amazing to have also a group of ladies who also help you to feel less alone. So you can DM me the word Academy if you're interested in that program. And I will say, if you do join the Academy now, you will actually get Stop the Urge for free. It will be included. Okay. So message me if any of that feels aligned. Again, if you feel complete, amazing. If you want to dive deeper with me and you want to learn more from me, it'd be such an honor to support you. So send me a message if you have any questions. I love you guys so much. Thank you for being here. I'm so proud of you. I cannot wait to see your breakthroughs and have you get to this place where you just don't feel that urge to binge anymore. That's my goal. And it's, it's going to be so amazing. So thank you guys so much. Have an amazing rest of your day and we'll see you guys soon. Bye guys.